Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. And today I want to talk about God with us. Isaiah, one of the greatest prophets of Israel, once looked far into the future and proclaimed, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Over 700 years later, the Apostle Matthew wrote, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, virgins shall conceive and be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. Now for me, this is the greatest wonder of Christmas, that God came to earth to be with us. You see, things were really nice up in heaven. Revelation 21 says that there's no death, no sorrow, no weeping or pain up there. Only joy, love, laughter and the like. But that love, God's love, demanded that he save us, his precious people, from ourselves and the results of our poor choices. Especially the ones Adam and Eve made way back in Eden. That was a mess. Their choice doomed all of mankind to repeating the same mistake over and over and living continually in its consequences. Recording artist Joni Mitchell once wrote, We are stardust, we are golden, and we're caught in the devil's bargain, and we've got to get ourselves back to the garden. Problem is, we couldn't, and can't. We were, and are, hopeless and need to be rescued. So God came down to earth to do just that, to die as a sacrifice for our sins and give us a fresh new start. Now this is all basic stuff that you already know, but the wonder in it all is this, that God, master of the universe and king of everything, loved us little human beings so much that he would come to be with us. I'll never forget Diane and I's wedding day. I loved her so much and wanted to be with her forever. But when she appeared in the doorway at the back of that church and began walking toward me down that aisle, I thought, oh my gosh, she came for me. She wants to be with me forever the way I want to be with her. And that's exactly what God did. He came for us. It wasn't all just talk and dreamy intentions. He loved us so much that he left his wonderful heaven to come and enter this world that he had created, the one we'd turn into a filthy pig pen full of sorrow, pain, and death, to be with us, indeed, to be joined with us forever. Of course, he was going to have to do some rescuing first, which included being nailed to a cross, and think of it, God himself 
putting himself through that. But he was willing because of his love, more than willing. So he did it. And that's part of the wonder of the incarnation. And on top of all that, leaving heaven to become a zygote and a first century mother, that's really something. And by the way, in case you've ever wondered if a fetus can be a real human, consider this. When Elizabeth, Mary's friend and soon-to-be John the Baptist's mother, first heard newly pregnant Mary's voice, the baby leapt within her womb. Yeah, that unborn baby was already together enough to know that it was in the presence of the Lord of all. But back to our main point. In the beginning was the Word, the Apostle John wrote, and went on to say, All things were created through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. So yeah, there you have it. Jesus was in the beginning and created the entire universe with his own words. And then he loved us so much that he became a tiny embryo in a human being's womb that he might be with us so he could save us. Yeah, that is amazing. But that's just who God is. God, you see, is love. And that is what the word Emmanuel means, right? God with us. And yet Jesus coming to rescue us indicates that he's actually with us in more ways than one. In Matthew 28, 20, Jesus said, Behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And the Lord goes on to say in Isaiah 41, 10, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And in Joshua 1, 9, he says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And in Psalm 23, 4, David says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. The point here being that God's being with us isn't only about proximity. It's also about his support for us. It's about us having our backs. As the RSV version of Psalm 118.7 so beautifully translates it, the Lord is on my side to help me. Oh yeah, he definitely is. And he's on your side too. The Lord Jesus is on your side. So put away all that self-imposed guilt and condemnation. Jesus, who is God himself, actually came to earth to become one spirit with you and make you the righteousness of God in Christ. And so you are. And because of that, he's got your back and is on your side throughout your earthly journey and forever afterward. Because Jesus being with us isn't just a temporary thing. He promises in Hebrews 13, 5, I will never leave you or forsake you. And in Romans 8, 38 and 39, Paul writes, Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So take heart, precious believer. God is with you and on your side to help you. Merry Christmas. <music> 
Hey friends, as you've heard me say many times, our ministry is a missionary ministry. We teach, train, and evangelize in lots of different countries. But the thing about going to these places is that you don't get paid for doing it. That's why we need partners, folks who join hands with us to enable the spread of the gospel. On the donate page of davidschairman.com, there's a link that says donate here. If you tap on that, you'll have a choice to sow one time or monthly. If you feel led, choose monthly to become part of our regular partner family, helping us take God's word to a needy world. Thanks for listening, and God bless you.